Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. I'm Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. This week, Karen Nettles from the Homeport crew is joining us once again, and she and I will give you a preview of next week's Fall Rendezvous but also of the upcoming winter rendezvous because it's the first ever full winter rendezvous and registration is opening soon and the events are very similar. So we thought covering them both together would make some sense. Before Karen joins us, I do wanna take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes and Associates, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support The Great Loop. Karen Nettles, welcome back to Great Loop Radio. Oh, thanks. Glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, and Karen has been part of the Homeport crew for quite some time now, and uh, she is an integral part in planning these events. So I asked her to join me, and then we could walk through some of what's happening uh, both next week for the fall and coming up in January for the winter rendezvous. Right. Like I said, I'm sure people are, are super excited for the fall rendezvous to be the first uh, in-person rendezvous in two years. So I know people are chomping at the bit to get there and we're anxiously ready to execute it and so forth. So we want to talk a little bit about that and the winter rendezvous and what led to this first full winter rendezvous. Yeah. So, yes, we are super excited. Um, yes, it is the first fall rendezvous. It's the first full rendezvous of any kind <laughs> that is face-to-face in two years since the pandemic began. So knowing that our fall rendezvous has been at Joe Wheeler State Park for many, many years, and if you've been following us for a while, you know that that is a very quaint, very beautiful facility that is a little smaller than we wish it was. And because <laughs> of that, the event sells out pretty quickly from all aspects. Uh, we fill the all of the transient slips in the marina, marina which this year is uh, 55 or so. We fill all of the lodge rooms that they have on site there, and we sell out the meeting space, for which is where we hold the meals and the meetings. So knowing it was going to be the first one in two years, and knowing that in even a normal year, we sell that facility out pretty quickly, we decided to add a full winter rendezvous in Fort Myers. It'll be in January Um, I believe the correct dates are January 23rd through 25th, but the details of the dates are on our website. And so we really added that event to try and help alleviate some of the pressure on the fall rendezvous, knowing that it would be a popular event, even more so this year than usual. So we've done some events in Fort Myers in the winter before, and they've been successful. So it was time to try out a winter rendezvous. Well, I'm sure folks are going to be excited about that one as well, especially if they couldn't get into the fall rendezvous. But I know people are probably wondering, you know, are the agendas similar for these two events? They're going to be very similar. Uh, Again, if you followed us for a long time, and now I'm going back probably seven or more years, originally the rendezvous only included one track. It was the route briefing, and its main purpose was to help the current group of loopers to get from that site to the next rendezvous site. Seven or so years ago, we did add a second track so that there was something uh, a little bit more uh, apropos for those who were just still in the planning stage. Um, So because the route briefing has always been very location focused, obviously the route, but to get you from the current rendezvous to the next one. So in the fall, we've always covered from Joe Wheeler State Park 
to the site of the upcoming spring rendezvous, which for several years has been Norfolk, Virginia. So that, of course, is what's going to be covered in the route briefings. Since we're looking at that winter rendezvous to alleviate some of the pressure from the quick sellout of the fall, we are going to pick up the route briefing at Fort Myers and then cover those exact same seminars with the same speakers from Fort Myers up to Norfolk. So if you weren't able to get into the fall rendezvous, either because it sold out or because the timing wasn't right for you or the location wasn't right for you, you're getting uh, most of the same content. We're just, instead of starting from Joe Wheeler and taking you down the rest of the rivers and across the Gulf, we are starting from Fort Myers and, and taking you the rest of the way up to Norfolk. Okay. So that's well, the route. Um, I should also mention there is also a looping 101 track. That's again, more for our planners. Um, we don't yet know what the agenda for the looping 101 track will be in the winter because we wait until we open registration and then we poll the people who are registered to see what they would most like to hear about. So when registration opens for the winter, the route briefing track will be set. The looping 101 will be set a week or two after registration opens. For the fall, of course, we know what it is. And it, it, it typically um, includes a lot of uh, the same seminars that are always near the top, marine electronics, weather information, DIY maintenance, information on finding and buying the perfect Great Loop boat. Um, sanitation, marine sanitation systems is also on there this year. Um, we've got a side trip to the Bahamas, which will also be included at the winter uh, as kind of part of the route briefing, even though it's a side trip. So you can expect very similar topics to these looping 101 to happen in the winter, but we won't finalize that until we've, we've polled the people who are already registered. Um, but we can expect it to be pretty similar. Okay. Uh, well, getting back to the, the fall event, what can attendees expect for the seminars? You've kind of alluded to that, but you might want to add some more detail to that. Yeah. So the route briefing will start, as we said, from Joe Wheeler State Park. Some of our um, platinum loopers, Charlie and Robin McVeigh, will take us through their home waters from Joe Wheeler State Park down to Mobile Bay. And all of these route briefings basically cover the waterway ahead. So it's navigation suggestions, um, tips on, you know, things to avoid in the waterways, uh, possible anchorages, possible marinas, you know, favorite stops along the way. So it's really detailed information on how to get you from point A to point B. And each of these sessions generally is about 90 minutes. So we're going to start there. Joe Wheeler, Charlie and Robin will take us to Mobile Bay. From there, Jody and Lewis Willem, who are just about to cross their wake actually at Joe Wheeler State Park, will cover the next segment going from Mobile Bay uh, across the Florida Panhandle. Dave Fuller, uh, Dave and Claudia, many of you know from a lot of our virtual events, and they are platinum loopers, and they're going to take us across the Gulf. So that's a point of um, concern for many loopers, since for many it is an overnight crossing. They will take us across the Gulf and, and fill in that information. Scott and Karen Duvall, who are gold loopers and sponsors because their company is Capable Cruising, will take us from kind of the landing point from the Gulf Crossing, which is generally around Tarpon Springs and take us down to Fort Myers um, and get us over to Miami where Dave Fuller will pick up once again and take us up the East Coast of Florida. And then finally, Robert and Kay Creech, who are always some of our most popular speakers, will be picking it up from Jacksonville and actually doing two sessions. So three hours total from them from, to get us from Jacksonville to Norfolk. So very detailed route briefing. We'll also have the side trip to the Bahamas with Susan and Greg Costa. They are gold loopers currently out there on their second loop. 
Um, and they have written a book about the Bahamas that many of you may have come across. It's an ebook that they um, have widely distributed. So that's the route briefings. We kind of already covered a little bit of what's happening in the Looping 101. Those who are registered are welcome to kind of cross between the tracks whenever they choose. So whichever seminar starting at a particular time is of most interest to you. If you're at the rendezvous, you just you pick the one you want to and you attend it. That's good, good to know. I know we've got uh, several people that have asked whether the sessions are going to be recorded and made available later for even those that attended or those that could purchase it, you know, that didn't attend. Yeah, kind of kind of that uh, double-edged sword of the, <laughs> the virtual rendezvous is that we've all become used to the virtual and having access to them and the recordings. It's more challenging, believe it or not, to record the live sessions than it is to record what's happening on Zoom when it's a virtual session. Um, so if technology cooperates, we will be doing kind of a test of the first several route briefings. And the reason we're recording those as a test, um, we know that there is a need for the information. We know that some folks are not able to attend the fall rendezvous, even though they would have liked to. So we want to fill in that gap so that if they're able to make it to the winter rendezvous, but they're missing that piece of the route that won't be covered in the winter, we're hoping to be able to successfully record them and be able to make them available to uh, other members. Um, the reason I'm sounding a little wishy-washy about that is because it is a live event. We are going to be focused on the people that are there face-to-face. -face. We've tested the recording and there's absolutely no reason it should not work, but you just never know with technology. And, um, you know, we've been asked about live streaming. Uh, completely not possible at this particular facility. It is in a very rural setting and uh, both cell service and the Wi-Fi are typically not hugely reliable. So we didn't even want to attempt a live stream from this one. But we are hoping to have a few of those route sessions available for, for people to purchase. Okay. And you'll just let people know through the forum and so forth. Yep. That's available. We will, we'll put them in the forum and, and we'll add them to our regular webinar library, assuming all goes well. And we are able to do that. Okay. All right. Well, you've pretty much covered the seminars and stuff. What else can people expect uh, at their fall rendezvous? What else is happening? So as usual at our rendezvous, we are having our looper crawls. Those are happening three days. And I got a quick preview of the uh, looper crawl boat list yesterday, which is still kind of in flux as, as the boats there decide whether or not to include it on the crawl and which days. But a looper crawl is basically two hours in the afternoon where many of those 50 plus boats in the marina will open up for others to tour. So it's a great place to take a look at lots of loop capable boats at one time. Um, it's uh, really a fun social part of the event. So we love to be able to do that at our rendezvous. So there's probably, I'd say 10 to 15 on each of the three days at the fall rendezvous. And as we get that firmed up, we'll be giving that to uh, attendees each day so they know which boats are on the crawl. And our seminars, our, our rendezvous always include meals. So that is a big social time. It's great to gather and, and break bread together and build some of that looper camaraderie because it is all about the connections that you're making at these events. So um, three dinners, three lunches at the rendezvous in Joe Wheeler State Park, uh, three receptions, and we're also, uh, we have traditionally scheduled kind of a night on your own at these events. And that is partly because we keep you really busy from about 9 a.m. till about 9 p.m. And, and we found that kind of towards the middle of the, the event, people just need a little bit of a break. But of course, in this very rural setting, there's not a whole other, lot of other options for dinner that evening. 
So we are bringing in some food trucks. We are bringing in a live band for entertainment, and they were there two years ago and were fabulous. We will be taking red carpet photos of attendees and printing them on site for them to take as a little memento of the rendezvous. And we've got uh, Cornhole and uh, Giant Jenga and Giant Connect 4 and other games to just have a real laid back social fun time outdoors there at the beautiful setting at Joe Wheeler State Park. So we also, of course, have sponsor exhibits happening the entire time. So many of our sponsors who offer goods and services that can help you plan or successfully complete the Great Loop will be on site to answer your questions. And some of them also do short uh, 20 minutes sponsor presentations, uh, sponsor show and tells, we call them. Lots of opportunities to win membership extensions. Uh, at Rendezvous, we also offer 50% off membership renewals of any length of time, just as kind of a thank you for supporting the event. Uh, we have a full ship store where we sell Great Loop swag and burgies. And uh, so it's really kind of a jam-packed few days. We're really excited to get back to this live uh, in-person scenario. Yeah. And I'm sure people are going to have a wonderful experience. They always do. I know another thing that we've been getting questions about is, are any parts of the fall rendezvous open to people who haven't registered yet to attend? So this year, they are not. In the past, we have sometimes been able to open the looper crawls uh, for people to purchase tickets for looper crawls only or to specific individual seminars only. We are not doing that this year, and sadly, that's one of the lingering effects of COVID. Um, we have decided to try and keep it to kind of a closed group of the people who are registered, um, particularly because it is very close quarters. As I said, we sell out every aspect of the event, so there's not a lot of room to spread out. Um, the boats that are being shown on the looper crawler are the homes of the people who are showing them, and they're very confined spaces. So we have made the decision uh, not to allow any outside participation for any of the parts of the rendezvous individually. It's just going to be limited to those who are registered for the full event. That makes sense. Um, shall we switch gears and talk about the winter rendezvous a little bit now? Yes, let's absolutely do that. Um, mm -hmm. I, as I said, it'll be a very similar event. It is being held in Fort Myers, Florida. Um, so we, we've talked about the route briefing and it will pick up kind of right there in Fort Myers and, and cover those same sessions. At that one, Scott and Karen Duvall will take us from Fort Myers to Miami, but by both choices. And they're both fairly popular choices, but they will take us uh, around the Keys to Miami, but they'll also take us across the Okeechobee Waterway so that um, if that's your planned route and you'll be meeting up with the Atlantic Intracoastal Waterway at that point, you'll have coverage of both of them. And then Dave Fuller will pick up uh, and do his presentation same as the fall rendezvous, getting us from Miami to Jacksonville. Robert and Kate Creech will pick up from Jacksonville and get us to Norfolk. And Susan and Greg Costa will do the side trip to the Bahamas as well. So that's kind of what the route briefing will look like for the winter. The winter rendezvous is a day shorter, partly because uh, we're not covering the entire part of the route. And partly because Fort Myers in the winter is a little bit of a, a costlier place to be than the Joe Wheeler State Park facility in the fall. So to try and keep uh, the price where we feel like it needs to be for our members, it's a day shorter. And it just makes sense kind of from all aspects for the winter since we only need to cover from Fort Myers to Norfolk. So that's, that's the plan for the route briefing. And then, as I said, the Looping 101 will be filled in after we've gotten some feedback from those who are registered. 
speaking of pricing, what is the registration going to be and, you know, what's included with the registration and so forth? Yep. So the registration is $395 per person, which is the same as it was for the fall rendezvous. It is, that is all inclusive of the, there will be two lunches and two dinners since it's a day shorter. There will be two looper crawls and that's kind of the, the basics of, you know, what's included, uh, but all of the seminars, all of the, the meals that are part of event and all of the looper crawls that are part of the event, the event are all included for that price. Okay. And you did mention two looper crawls. Uh, so, yes. mm-hmm. so that will also be included pretty much similar as, as the um, fall rendezvous. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. The other thing is the, uh, usually you have a gold looper reunion in Fort Myer. So is that going to be part of the winter rendezvous this, this year? Yes, it definitely year? is. <laughs> um, we all know there's lots of gold loopers in Fort Myers in the winter time. So it's a great place and time for us to do a gold looper reunion. And, you know, because of COVID again, we haven't had a gold looper reunion, at least not in person, face-to-face um, since 2020. It was actually the, the looper palooza in 2020 in Fort Myers was the last event we did before everything closed down. So this will be in January of 2022. So two years since we've had a gold looper reunion, we're planning on changing that up a bit. Again, it's, it's mostly a cost factor. The Gold Looper reunion previously included two dinners, and that brings the cost up significantly. So we're rethinking that. We're including lunch instead, and then that lunch can be combined with the rest of the rendezvous. And one of the things that we've been asked for by planners uh, repeatedly is more access to Gold Loopers. Gold Loopers are like the rock stars of the Great Loop. And by having a lunch included with the, the Gold Looper reunion, it gives us the opportunity to mix the rendezvous group with the gold loopers and give everyone an opportunity to share those stories. So much more to come about the gold looper reunion. We're adding some additional seminars for them. So it's almost like a third track on the last day of the rendezvous. They won't, it won't be as long. Um, And we've kind of talked about uh, the rendezvous, the winter rendezvous being two days. It's actually three. (laughs) Um, It starts on a Sunday with uh, some, some seminars, some introduction of loopers, very similar to the first day at the fall rendezvous uh, and a looper crawl. And then there are two full days of seminars and we wrap up the second, the the third day after lunch. So there's dinner the first day, lunch and dinner the second day, and then lunch the third day. So we've talked about two lunches and two dinners, but I just want to be clear. It's actually a a three-day event. Okay. And um, speaking of the event, where is it going to be held, the location and accommodations? What yeah, are those everyone details? has been curious about that. And um, we have kept that a little bit under wraps for a little while. And that is because Fort, Fort Myers is popular in the winter. It's crowded in the winter. We don't know how popular this event will be because we've never done a winter rendezvous before. So uh, I can tell you now the event will be held at the Luminary Hotel and there's a convention center attached to that. It's right in downtown Fort Myers. It is in walking distance from Legacy Harbor Marina and Fort Fort Myers Yacht Basin, both of which are AGLCA sponsors. So there's there's good and bad to that. It is uh, a beautiful brand new facility. There had been a convention center there that we used once or twice before they closed it to build the Luminary Hotel and to completely remodel that convention center. So the good news is it's a great space. It's got all the space we need. It is a brand new, high-end, gorgeous, 
you know, the bad news is that changes the pricing parameters. And it also makes it very challenging from a price, uh, attendance perspective to really kind of plan for how many people might attend this brand new event. So we were keeping that under wraps. A few reasons, you know, one is the space considerations. Another is the room block. We will have a block of rooms at the luminary. We are hopeful that it is enough for the demand. When we've done room blocks in Fort Myers before, we have sold very few rooms, like for our Looper Palooza events. And even though we had, you know, 300 attendees to kind of what was separate track events, because we didn't have a, a viable meeting space to do a multi-track event, we still had very few people take the room block. So that's a challenging uh, thing to overcome for AGLCA because particularly post-COVID, while a lot of these facilities are trying to make up for some lost ground, there are some really strict penalties if we don't sell the room block. So we've kind of kept it under wraps in case the room block is too small. Um, we are going to have a backup room block in case it is. Uh, and again, we actually booked this a couple years back and then had to postpone it a year because of COVID. Because of that, we have a, a phenomenal rate for the Luminary Hotel. It is about, our group rate is about half of what you can go book a room there for right now for the same date. So because of that, we're pretty sure they're not going to expand that room block if we can sell more rooms. Um, and also because of that, we are going to have to put some restrictions on how people register for that room block. So we're going to do it a lot like we did for the fall where we knew we had limited space. There's going to be a kind of a pre-registration scenario where you will select your choice of accommodations. And then we, you know, we start from the top of the list for who registered first and see where we can put you for accommodations. The same is going to hold true for um, Marina space. This is, you know, prime time in Fort Myers. So we are working closely with those sponsor marinas I mentioned. Legacy Harbor is holding their transient slips for us. So once we know who has registered first and asked for a slip, we'll be able to assign those slips and get those people in touch with Legacy Harbor. Uh, and the same is going for the Fort Myers Yacht Basin. We're going to ask you to request that through us. And then we'll, get, we'll tell them, you know, who they should be providing slips to. There are other marinas in the area. Uh, one more in walking distance, and that is the marina at Edison Ford. I don't know what their transit situation is. I know for seasonal, I think they're requiring like four months at a time now, where most of the time it would have been three. So it's a challenging time right now to find dockage in Fort Myers. If you are planning to come by boat and we can't accommodate you with a slip, there are other choices, but it might require you to rent a car to get back and forth between the event facility and where you end up tying up your boat. So more to come on that. But um, as I mentioned, it's, it's going to be a pre-registration, kind of like we did for the fall rendezvous. So is that, should we go into some details on that, Karen? Sure, about when it's going to open and so forth so people can, can know what to expect and be, you know, ready to sign up for the pre-registration form yeah. or the list. You know what, I, I, sometimes you and I get to chatting and I forget to take a break for a message from a sponsor. So let's go ahead and do that before we wrap up and then we'll come back and give the details about when registration opens for that winter rendezvous. So we'll be back in a moment. Schooner Island Marina is the only full service floating dog marina on the island in Wildwood, New Jersey. Offering ship store, pool, brokerage and new boat sales, gas and diesel, mobile pump out, and a full service yard for any repair needs. Even better for loopers, you can walk to grocery, convenience stores, shops, and restaurants. 
Wildwood offers one of the most expansive beaches in South Jersey and the best amusement park rides all within a 15 minute walk. A short ride up the ICW from Cape May Inlet leads you to our well-protected marina. Visit schoonerislandmarina.com for more info. Chatting today about our two upcoming rendezvous. First of all, we've got the fall rendezvous next week, which is uh, completely uh, full at this point. So we're not taking additional registrations for that, but we have combined the discussion with kind of a preview of the winter rendezvous because registration for that is opening very soon. Um, Registration. So we, Go ahead, Gary. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying we left off. You had given details about the winter rendezvous, but we were wanting to give some details about registration when it's going to open. You were explaining there was going to be a pre-registration process like the fall rendezvous, but you can give a little more details on exactly when that's going to open. Yes, registration will open on Wednesday, October 27th at noon Eastern time. So it, particularly if you're particular about where you want to have accommodations, make sure you register as soon as possible. Again, this is a brand new event. We really don't have a good feel for whether or not this one's going to sell out. And if it does, how quickly that might happen. So plan to register early if you'd like to attend. Again, that is Wednesday, October 27th, noon Eastern time. We will be getting all of the details about registration out onto our website in the coming days. But as we have already said, it'll be a pre-registration process. So before we ask you for any money, we're going to take all of your information. We're going to find out what accommodations you need. And then we will contact you with what space is available for you. So it, you'll put your first choice might be the luminary hotel for the room block there. Your second choice might be the backup hotel for the room block there. And your third choice might be other, meaning you'd like to come even if you can't get into either of the room blocks or you can not have a third choice if you, you know if the only choice for you is is staying at one of those room blocks so that's basically how it will work we'll take those pre-registrations and then we will accommodate everybody starting from the top of the list working our way down with their first choice of accommodations second choice etc so once we have a space and an accommodation determination for you you'll hear from us and with a link for you to go ahead and officially register and make payment for the event. Again, the registration is $395 per person, and that is all inclusive of the three-day event, which includes two lunches, two dinners, and that is for the rendezvous itself. For Gold Loopers, we do a special arrangement. You know, they have finished the loop. The content for the route briefing and the planning is really not relevant to them. It's more of a social time for them, and as I said, we're adding some life after the loop type seminars for them. But the price uh, will be under $100 for the gold loopers. We're still kind of fine tuning that. Um, but we're expecting it to be somewhere between 75 and 100 for gold loopers. So uh, that it's, you know, it behooves them to come for the social aspect and to interact with those coming behind them, the planners and the current loopers. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I think we pretty much wrapped up uh, the details on both the the rendezvous for next week and the upcoming one and the winter. Now, unless there's anything else you want to add that we I may not have covered. Um, you know, we are always happy to answer questions. You can send an email to info at greatloop.org if there's something we didn't cover here that you would like to know about. Again, we are in the process of building out the webpage with all of the details. So uh, that should answer just about every question you have. So take a look at that. And if you still have questions, let us know. But we will not have an episode of Great Loop Radio next week since the Homeport crew will be at the fall rendezvous. Uh, so we'll be, we'll be back in two weeks. 
Well, we'll look forward to the the next episode and hope that all goes well at the fall rendezvous. And I know it will. So. Yeah. And we're excited. To, we're excited to see everyone. Um, it'll be great to get back to these in-person face-to-face events. Right. So thanks for helping us walk through the details today, Karen. We're always great seeing you on here. Oh, you're quite welcome. And thanks to everyone who has watched and listened today. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising. Mm-hmm.